What is happening, Draft Crafters? This is Dan, it's JP, and I am finally once again staring at your mug across the table. It's a instead. nice mug. Instead of across the Zoom screen. I prefer Not your Yeti nice mug. Not as nice as the mug that's got my beer in uh -huh. it. And uh, cheers to you, sir. We're back in person, and that means we're drinking beer because it's not like a morning at 9.30 because we do just appreciate this beverage. We're not uh, people who choose to consume at that time of day, but we're consuming something from Scofflaw Brewing, which is outside of Atlanta, and our awesome people who hooked us up with some stuff when I was doing my little tour throughout the country. And this is their basement IPA, which is basically kind of like their straight-up standard. You come in here, this is the IPA that they're known for, and then they do different varieties of them we got one of those to try a little bit it does make a lot of sense because it's it's pretty basic man like mm. but not basic in a bad way yeah and all it's the just ways. very much like a, a light blend of hops mm -hmm. matched evenly with the citrus matched evenly with like a floral note right. which i found out was lemongrass after i looked it up i there don't know go. if that's floral but no it's it's it feels, of the herbal it feel, yeah character feels uh, like that not those herbs but yeah, the nice thing about this uh, this guy is it's so easy to drink. But it isn't a session. It's not a West Coast or it's not a, a, it's a Northeast. It's exactly. so crushable. You it's could not you funny. could smash this without even trying. Yeah, six and a half percent. By the right. Way. So, so good work. Good work. Scott not Paul. bad. Not great. Mm. Subtle. Nice. Very solid. So I'll be crushable. curious to try the next one. They got is a I think a pineapple orange guava or something grapefruit something like that. So we're going to try that one a little later on, a.k.a. once I finish mine. Like probably... all of that except for the pineapple <laughs> part. Yeah, well, we'll see how it comes through. If so it was orange, grapefruit, guava, I'm in on all of that. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see how that one tastes in a little bit. First things first, though, let you know what we're up to. We did our 2024 hilariously early mock draft thing. So that that's in the bag. <laughs> that's going to change so many times. We're going to laugh at that by the time the year comes around. But there's something else that you came up with. We'll watch it be our most accurate it mock. It could be. Who I'm knows, kidding. right? It'd be spectacular. We come back and we like, we got about 85% of these picks right. Not going to happen. No. Especially because all the teams are going to be jumping all over the place by the time we get there. But what we are going to do now is one of your ideas, and I don't remember if this was a beverage or other substance-induced idea, but let's just say that you came up with a great idea for what we should talk about for the next four episodes. Yeah, I, just, it, I thought it'd be cool just to kind of take a deeper dive or somewhat deeper dive into each team and kind of figure out what the best building blocks, at least in our opinions, that each team has and kind of rank those. So, you know, keep the theme of the six packs. We're going to do the six best building blocks for each team. Right. And as we always start when we do these tours, we're going to start with the AFC North. So why don't you start with your favorite team in one of kind of both of our least favorite divisions? <laughs> All right. I'm going to start with Cincinnati Bengals here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just, I'm going to list these and then I'm just going to briefly kind of talk about them, but I'm going to sure. go six to one. So six. You know I wasn't not getting a linebacker right to start the show. So, Logan Wilson. Mm -hmm. He's solid. It, but, dude, he's very solid. But, mm -hmm. like, when you look at him, sometimes people, like, bash bash him. They're like, yeah, they need they could use an upgrade at linebacker. This. No, absolutely not. Yeah. I like him. He's young. Perfect. Five, Trey Hendrickson. Mm -hmm. Wasn't a guy that drafted, but he's still younger than you think, mm -hmm. so still a building block. Right, and unless you know guys, building blocks, these are not guys who are in their third contract in their 30s or whatever. Yeah, so th there might be players that are better that are older, but right. this these with a team like Cincinnati, because they're competing now, mm -hmm. you could almost argue like you could put older players in here because they're right. windows now, but, but again, still. these are building blocks is mm -hmm. kind of what we're talking about. Right. Uh, four, and I put four here – this one was interesting. I, I, I just put draft picks. Okay. Because here's the thing. 
I just said Cincinnati's window is now. It's good. They're competing, right. Super Bowl contenders, yada, yada, mm-hmm. right? The problem is, is when I looked at their team, like they have a very good team, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like they have a ton of like superstar players and they don't have a ton of depth. Sure. You know what I mean? They're so like that's end. why I put draft picks there because they, they need to continue to retool this roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the third one, it's one of the pickups they just had, um, Orlando Brown. Mm-hmm. Again, sneaky younger than what you think. Franchise yeah, yeah. O-lineman. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, that is a block because it was a major need for them because everybody they have gets hurt. So hopefully he does not. <laughs> right. Number two and one, everybody knows it. Two is Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. One is Joe Burrow. Right. Those are the two superstars on their team. I yeah. honestly don't think they have another superstar outside of those two. I mean, that's a that's a safe assumption right now. I think with the way the team is at, they have a lot of really good players they have a couple areas where they haven't really addressed a ton of things, but then every, for example, they did not draft a single player who's expected to start uh, a rookie that's going to start this mm-hmm. year. But they've got six, seven yeah. players that are all was, second round or second was, tier guys. It was painful not to get Dax Hill on here, but yeah, he could be he could be in there. Mm-hmm. He might be in there next year uh, yeah. potentially. He just hadn't done again, enough but. in his rookie year for me yeah. to really say. And the the draft capital, like, was he second round pick? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's capital there, but it's not like this is a first-round pick guy. But, yeah. Right. All right. So, yeah, I think you're looking at that team. I think you're, you're spot on with it. Uh, but you've all, it's fun that you talk about building blocks. Even your building blocks have question marks sometimes, and that's the fact that you oh, need yeah. the there's draft Oh, yeah, there's some teams I had out. to dig for. Yeah. Even with Cincinnati, you need the draft picks to pan out. Well, the other piece uh, of the state is Cleveland and the Cleveland Browns. Um, well, you know, I'm not necessarily going to go um, – I didn't order them quite as well as you did, so I've just got six points. I'm going to kind of go to a six to one, but uh, one of them has got to be Jedrick Willis Jr. Uh, because he's kind of holding down one side of that line uh, and is somebody they're expecting to be a starting tackle for them for you know the foreseeable future. And then uh, we're going to look at uh, five was Denzel Ward because again, solid, he's a beast. very very beastly boy in the back there. And then uh, at four, I had the combination of uh, Emerson and Newsom because those are two corners who played well last year. And if they continue to play well, are young guys who can, you know, potentially really what it is the secondary kind of combine into a into a couple of different spots here. Which, by the way, the fact that I couldn't just make one of their building blocks a secondary gives you an idea of what I think about Cleveland's building blocks. So there's that. But then on the other side of the ball, uh, some of the young guys they just grabbed on the line. Like they definitely need to get something out of Dewan Jones and out of Luke Whipler going forward because outside of Willis, you've got Jack Conklin, who, yeah, sure, good, but also getting up there. And then between Batonio, who's a 2014 draft guy, like they, they don't have a lot of, of happiness in their future when it comes to their offensive line. So they have some building blocks, but they need these guys to pan out for them. Number two, Miles Garrett. He's probably I'd the most consistent. One. Well, here's why I didn't put him one. I said number one is Deshaun because it better be. <laughs> as far as that team is concerned right now, yeah. they put $230 Miles million. Miles a once-in-a-lifetime player. Though. Miles Garrett is the best player on that team. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to argue that, and who would argue with a man of his size? I, what but, I want to argue with is you cheated. How did I cheat? I think you had like a, a dozen players. Mm. These are six packs, not twelve packs. Well, you I mean, named you, the whole you, offensive line, the whole secondary. Well, you no, I named I named three guys from the secondary. Just it's okay. I'd and got you now because I'm, I, I cheated guys. a couple times. I was saying I named three guys from the offensive mm-hmm. line because you named the entire draft class from Cincinnati. So I did. You said draft picks. 
future draft picks. Oh, that's oh, what I'm saying okay. about retooling. So there's no names oh, see, associated with it. The draft. Like I, I, I very much am thinking in the way of like the picks. Anything you own, anything that like you have that you can use to continue to build the roster. I mean, that's a building block to me. So it's kind of a cop out though because every team has draft picks. Yeah, but some need them more than others. <laughs> Very true. So, yeah. But yeah, but Cleveland, we can I'll, I'll at least agree. We can at least agree that Miles Garrett is the best building block that they have, but they want Deshaun to be the best building block they I'll have. I agree that they, just they need money. him to be, but yeah. I just don't think that's reality. No, no, it's not. That's why it's funny. But, all right, I'm going to go to Pittsburgh here. Okay. Number number six. Uh, I cheated. So I had <laughs> to call you a cheater okay. already. Uh, Gaslighting well, on the podcast. Because right. there were two guys that I feel like need to be put in here, but mm-hmm. I'm not ready to put either one in there. Ooh. One, So I wanted to put Joey Porter Jr. in there. Sure. But he's second-round pick, and he's done nothing. He, he is going to be a building block. But mm-hmm. if I put him in there, that meant that Kenny Pickett did make it. So, mm. again, your Deshaun logic, like they very much need Kenny mm. Pickett to be at least one of their six best building blocks. Okay. They spent a first-round pick on the guy. Yeah. So, either way, at six, I got Joey Porter Jr. slash Kenny Pickett. But five, another guy who's sneaky young, mm-hmm. Minka Fitzpatrick. Talking about a guy who's just proved me wrong over the years. Sure. He was definitely one of the Bama guys. I was like, nah, I believe it when I see it. Well, I believe it now. <laughs> uh, four, again, uh, a bit of a cop out here in a way, but I just feel like this roster, it, it, it needs a lot. Mm-hmm. It needs a lot, and it needs a lot on the O line. So again, at the four spot, I put draft picks because they need to spend <laughs> their future draft picks to find building blocks. Minka's mm-hmm. not getting any younger. Porter's done nothing. I don't believe in Kenny Pickett. So all I'm getting at is they got three blocks right. that I feel good about. Therefore, draft picks need to be mm-hmm. blocks. Mm-hmm. Number three, I put Brojo. Sure, they needed O line so bad. I don't care if he hasn't touched the field, Brojo. <laughs> Is their third best building block. Number Yikes. two, TJ Watt. Sure. Who's the best player on the team, probably? Mm hmm. Yeah, when he's healthy. But their number one best building block. Can you pick it? No. He's he's 6.5. I know, I'm kidding. Mike Tomlin. Sure. I, dude, I don't. <laughs> this team over overachieved last mm-hmm. year, and they have in the past as well. And I'll admit it; he was a guy that I was like, "Ah, oh, he's getting a ton of success because Bill Cowher like went out on top, mm-hmm. and he took over a stud roster." Sure, right with and a team did. that already, and he did. He did. But how many years removed are we from that? And they still very much have winning More. records almost every year. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put Mike Tomlin as a building block one. Sure. Yeah, I think that, uh, that I can agree with a lot of that. I mean, it's it's always concerning, and we're going to see this with several teams when you're tr- throwing rookies onto that list of building yeah, blocks. Yeah, because you don't know. And again, unless you're unless you're doing a team like uh, like some of the ones that'll come up that have got one, two, three picks, and uh, and we'll we'll jump in on those as we go. Don't worry, I'm catching up. This dude's checking on me, making sure I'm done with the with my basement. I'm still working on it, dude. All right, so we've got another scoff law coming here in a minute. You can get started. But go ahead and, uh, and and read off that can so I can see how close I was on my guess. What do you want me to read on this can? What it is. Scoff law pog basement? Yeah, what's the pog for? Uh, take a vacation there? from the basement. <laughs> I didn't mean read the entire can art. I'm saying oh. doesn't it have, like, what the POG is? No. Oh, all right, then. I'll have to look that up. Uh, so I thought it was a pineapple, orange, guava, or grapefruit. Oh, well, that's what I was reading. Okay. 
take a vacation from the basement, mm. set that out of the office, reply or don't, and escape <laughs> to a breezy tropical IPA paradise where a passion fruit, orange, and guava so, flow. Passion fruit. There you go. Not Much pineapple. better than <laughs> pineapple. <laughs> say, I thought you'd be on board with that then. That being said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. I'll get to I got to finish the rest of mine here. Uh, but I'm going to talk about the Baltimore Ravens before I do that. And Baltimore is a team that had you know a huge question mark when it came into the offseason that they've answered. And, of course, obviously that's going to be on this list. But to start off with, dude, I'm, I'm taking a page off of your book. And I think number six for them is their draft picks. Because originally it was going to be cap space. But because of what they've done this year, they now have <laughs> – you made some fun faces on this beer – they now don't very, have a ton of cap space. So very much picks. passion fruit. Very much passion fruit. So it's the P. The, the the P is the right word to start with. Yep. Gotcha. All right, we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, so number six for me for uh, the Ravens draft picks. Same as you were saying, because they are now cap strapped because of the Lamar deal and everything else they're doing there. So they need to make that happen. Number five for me is a guy coming off. a had a very rough start to his rookie season, but progressively got better and was one of their best rated defenders at the end of the season. That's Kyle Hamilton. Really solid My piece guy. for them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. My guy. We're a little bummed he's not in Detroit, especially with all the stuff that's going on with a certain football player. Would you trade him for – would you trade J-Mo for Hamilton right now? Yep. Dang. You know why? Hamilton's going to be on the field for the first six Correct. games. <laughs> but, yeah, number four is Roquan Smith, and they gave him a huge contract to be uh, the leader of that defense. Chicago's so dumb. Uh, yes. We, we have established Guarantee this. you he would have been – Oh, my goodness. He might have been the best building block Chicago mm-hmm. had on the whole team. And, again, so there was the right move for Baltimore to do that, and the fact that the Bears then went out and signed a couple linebackers for what they could have paid Roquan, neither of whom are quite at his level, it's, uh, yeah, it's a little disappointing. So, yeah, that's four. Three, uh, Mark Andrews, because he kind of needs to be. Uh, you could say he's a higher he's awesome. pick. I'm not saying that this guy isn't the third best player on the team. He's also a little bit older. Um, not crazy. I think he's 27, 28. Uh, but number two for me is Zay Flowers because they needed. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I figured you'd be good on that. They needed a, a go-to wide receiver on that team. And Odell Beckham might be good this year, but he also, I think, is 31. So, obviously, he's not going to be on the list. So, Flowers can come in day one and be a starter and be a huge impact for them. And the number one, just like I said with Cleveland, it's Lamar because it better be. Now, again, Lamar has a better track record of being on the field the last couple of years than Deshaun Watson, not because he's not been healthy, but because he hasn't been embroiled in a bunch of scandals and being mad at his team and everything. But the money they just gave Lamar, the money that Cleveland gave Deshaun, both of these teams have quarterbacks that have question marks about availability, but both of them are at the top of, like, the top five quarterbacks when they're healthy playing the game the way that they know they can play. I realize you don't like Lamar as much, but the dude had an MVP. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. He did. <laughs> he sure did. Go ahead. I'm good. Are you getting I'm the good. if you I'll can't ke- say I'll something keep it. nice? I'll keep it. If you can't yeah. say something nice, don't say anything at all. Is that where you are yeah. right now? Well, maybe. Close, mm-hmm. close to that. I'll just it's all good. All right. Well look, that gets us through the AFC North. So one and we're gonna do the, the AFC and NFC North in this show. We'll do the South, the next show East West, right? Like we always do. But we also thought it would be fun. Because we always like to talk about beer on this show too, because that's one half of what we're doing. We need to have building block beers for these more or less regions or divisions. So 
We each threw together a six-pack of beers. Not all of these are ones we've tried. These are just ones that we know uh, that we need to be able to get a hold of. And the way that we kind of set the rules on this, because you could easily say— Oh, I did. I tried all the ones I picked are only ones I tried. Okay, so I, I, I did not do that. You cheated again. Uh, dude, you You're had taken a, the lead as the king cheater of this had, podcast. Well, it's a new season. You uh-huh. had a thousand beers. King I cheating, have not. Yeah, try. If I didn't have a th- if I had a thousand beers, I'd have a better list as well. So instead, what we decided to do though, we, we we're taking these building block beers, and these we decided they couldn't just be one-off beers or beers that came out for like a month out of the year. They have to be beers you can find at least a quarter of the year, you know, at least a good chunk of the year you can find these beers and be able to drink them. So for each of us, we grabbed a six-pack of beers that is more or less representative of, of building blocks for the AFC North. So go for it. So I, I may have cheated a little bit in <laughs> this as well. All right, then. But because some of mine, you could argue, are only available for a month or two, but I just feel like I'm always, I always can find it year-round. If you can find it, that's fine. That's the whole thing. Like, it's, it's like, only released a couple months out of the year, but I can still get well, it. But, like, for example, your favorite like, from Shorts is Hopstash, and you cannot find that all year-round. Well, well, it's my favorite summer beer. My favorite from Shorts is probably Sorry. Superfluid right. which or you, Liberator. Who, which you also probably can't find year-round. You round. just broke everything. No, you can't. Yeah. That's you can point. get you can get super fluid for about three months out mm-hmm. of the year. Liberators like maybe like a week or two if you're lucky. Mm. Passion fruit mm-hmm. right to the jowls. I like passion fruit though, so I'm not. I do too. It's a good thing it's not pineapple. All right, I'm gonna start this thing <laughs> off. So number six for me for the north, mm-hmm. I went with Revolution Brewing in okay. Illinois. Mm-hmm. I went with Death Star, and I'll be yep. completely honest with you, I have no idea about its release schedule <laughs> but i am able to find it fairly often right. i mean i get a few every single year mm-hmm. I, it's, but it's just and i also want before i go through this whole list like if i did this list a week from now i bet you half of it would change oh sure <laughs> so it's part of the fun yeah all right so i went i stayed in illinois for number five and this is the one i was arguing that i definitely know is only released like a particular time of the year mm-hmm. but the place that i go get sure monster down here potentially what the heck was that oh maybe uh, oh shit right. the wrong way i don't know if you guys should hear that on the show but it broke my concentration that's for sure but anyhow it's a yep. goose islands bourbon mm. county brand stout yep uh, the guy that has beer for I, he saves it stouts store well so right. i don't know every once in a while I'm like, hey you got it yeah i got a couple mm-hmm. and he always gives me one there you go so i i don't know i can find it so it's all good <laughs> and i'm not even in illinois um mm-hmm. number four for me I had to go. So this is where I get to like my main staples here. I went with Bell's Too Hearted. Mm-hmm. Had to do it. We're talking building blocks here. Like that's how I yeah, built my have. craft beer love. You yeah. know, you have to have two. All hearted, four man. of these are mm-hmm. so founders. I went to founders now. Mm-hmm. The last four are all Michigan. Shocker. Yeah. Uh, founders just the porter. They don't even give okay. it a name. Sure, it's so just, good. They just call, it's just you just porter. Know. Yeah, and it's fantastic. And then the two I've talked about a ton, mm. Founders, Standard KBS, right. none of those crazy flavor <laughs> they ones. They do get funky. They do get funky. And then as you've already kind of, you know, hinted towards, sh- Shorts, Huma. Mm-hmm. Huma Lupalicious. Got to be on here. Right. I mean, Two Hearted and Huma were like, oh, that's what started this. Sure. For me. So. Now, I would like to point out that this is how you know that we don't necessarily always talk about everything ahead of time. We think we know what we're going to do. We don't necessarily know what we're going to do or we're going to do things the right way. I thought we were doing six for the AFC North teams and then six for the NFC North teams. So I have 12 beers. 
You're a wild man. I am a wild man. So the good news is a couple of those are, or three of those are doubled up with the NFC because the Bourbon Barrel, Bourbon County Stout, KBS, Too Hard are all three on mine as well. All so right. what I'm going to do is change things up a bit and just talk about all the beer then. So I'm going to finish off the NFC ones because we're here. Uh, and again, I have not had all of these beers. Cheater. Yeah, well, it's because, again, we, we clearly thought we had... It's like Formula One racers. You're like, oh, well, we're kind of following the rules, but we're not really, but you didn't notice. Oh, well, it's fine, right? Okay, cool. At any rate, uh, Ninja versus Unicorn by Pipesworks is one that I that everyone talks about is one to try. That That's the reason why Pipesworks in Illinois has got the following that they do. So that's one. That's an IPA that uh, it definitely would be in that grouping to, to get a hold of. And again, some of this is because I'm trying to follow the states, right? So... What do you got? I've allegedly had this beer before. Oh, was that when you were on tour uh, back in the day doing your golf thing, your internship? Sure was. I had mm-hmm. it I had it one time. It doesn't tell you when on the app, does it? It does. Oh, when was that? Apparently I had it like a month ago. Not even. You're a weird man. In the NFL draft. I don't even know how that's possible. I checked into it April 28, 2023. I don't think we had it. We must have. All right. Well, we're talking about right now anyways. We'll talk about it the second time. I don't remember us having it then. Hmm? Yeah. I Maybe. gave it a Maybe three, two which seems on par. Yeah, I'd say that the regular basement is a little bit better than this one. Yeah, like this one's I agree. still good. I w- if someone handed me I'll one of these. I'll take the OG. No, that's the thing. If somebody handed me anything with basement on it now, by the way, I would drink it. Yeah. I can't imagine they're going to screw it up <laughs> with the flavors they've they've given so far i'll tell you what i'm gonna empty this basement while you go on your 12 pack of beer (laughs) well so another one i think you've had this one have you had axe man by surly brewing in uh, minnesota do not believe so Mm -hmm. another solid ipa i have had that one that's just one of the reasons why they made the list and then i had to get as much as i didn't want to a wisconsin beer in here and i'm not putting a line in kugels on here because of the packers um, so I went with Serendipity by no, New I was, Glarus. I was just trying to figure out what beer would have made it as well, far it, as a building block. Right. So the reason why Serendipity by New Glarus is one that So you were trying to pick a beer people. for each team. And pretty much. Or, or at least one from each. So that's kind uh, of the route I was I just looking at regions. Right, which is fine. That's fine. Because it, it's fun. It gives us two different perspectives on this. Uh, but again, New Glarus has got Serendipity. they got some other ones. Untitled Art is another really good brewery in uh in wisconsin but i don't know how big of a of a reach they have now or what actually what their flagships are because i just find some random stuff by then but uh then if i had to jump into the afc north ones we got to do some ohio beer so i went with the blackout stout by great lakes yeah we do real quick you do i didn't fair but great lakes blackout stout have you had that one the great great lakes bring blackout stout yes any good yes Mm -hmm. i felt like yeah the only thing was is i Part of the name, like I think of Bell's, like Black Note Stout, oh, okay. which is fantastic, mm-hmm. and it makes me think of that, and I automatically make them compare, and the Bell's just better. <laughs> well, it's still good. Uh, another one that a lot of people think is amazing that I haven't had personally is from Jackie O's, and that's the Appervation, which is a a stout that again just it's like the highest rated beer in Ohio. Which yes, it's Ohio, but still, you got to be worth something if you're doing that. And uh, then the uh, couple from grab two from Pennsylvania, thanks to the Packers, thanks to the Pack, thanks to the Steelers. Oof, yikes! Uh, one of those is you. You might like this one from Werbacher, the Sunday Morning Stout. I've had it. There you go. What'd you think of that one? I remember liking it a lot. I'll look and tell you what See, I agree. That's my point. This is why we have you here because I've thought about trying a bunch of beer. You actually have tried a bunch of beer. 
another one is the Nugget Nectar from Chugs Brewery, and that's one that I haven't gotten a chance to try, but uh, seemed like one that a lot of people were really high on. And then I had two different ones from Maryland as well, thanks to having Baltimore right there, and that's Gonzo by Flying Dog, and Gonzo it looks like they have a, a variety of different Gonzos that they do, so that's on my list to try to get a chance to try. I gave it a 3.5. There you go, so that's a it's solid It's a 12.7% alcohol. That, that, that's a way to start off your Sunday morning. I had it July 7th, 2017. Oh, that's that's a bold move. It have been a warm July day to be starting off with a breakfast stout. Sunday morning. I guess. Said. Last one I got is Loose Cannon by Heavy Seas. So since I'm going to be out in Maryland uh, for the next conference I'm working here in about a month, I'm going to be looking for the Flying Dog for the Heavy Seas and also for that uh, that Nugget Nectar from Trugs if I can get it on the way either there or back. So that's a whole bunch of beer for you guys to try because I misunderstood my own plan. <laughs> and it was your own plan. And there we go. So that, that's a whole bunch of beers. And these are building block beers. You should be able to find a good portion of the year in Hopefully a good portion of that, at least region of the country. Unfortunately, we couldn't do, we're not trying to do ones that can be everywhere all the time because that's just, that, that's a little bit too derivative. But uh, this gives you a whole bunch of beer to try to try out and let us know what you guys think. If there's ones we're missing from your state or your region, that's a building block for the northern part of, well, northern part of the NFL. I mean, we talk about the north and the south. I mean, you look at who's in the north. Cincinnati is in the AFC mm-hmm. north. It is further south than Indianapolis, which is in the AFC south. Mm-hmm. So just take it for what it's worth. All right, let's move on to the NFC North. You want to start with our favorite team? Let's start with our favorite team. Okay. I, I'm curious to see. Let's go one for one. Well, no. I'll no, no, no. I like it. Let's do that. One for one. All right. Six. six. I cheated. Same. I just said the rookie class. Same. I put this rookie class because they potentially oh, – well, I think they have four starters, and I hear True. that eventually the Swordsdale kid's going to start too. So they could have five starters from this draft. And, again, let's talk about that real quick because, you know, we're both you know big Detroit fans. We're talking about Jack Campbell, Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs, Brian Branch are the four that were like, okay, these guys They're are all going to start. start. And uh, as much as, you know, we all like uh, Vitae as a guard more than anything else, he's also gets hurt every year. And is getting up there. So Colby Sorsdahl is a very good chance of jumping into that starting lineup as well. Which means if the Detroit Lions, who people believe and we believe, are going to be a playoff team this year, have a very Mm -hmm. good chance to be a playoff team this year, to start five rookies or have five meaningful rookies get meaningful playing time, and you're still a playoff team? That's pretty spectacular. It is. They got a hell of a foundation. Isn't it nice to be positive and Finally. upbeat and happy? Finally. First time in my life. Now, nah, there have been other times yeah, where we've, know, we've at know. least But this is the best waxed. I felt as far as it being sustainable. Right. But yeah. all right. Number five for Agreed. me, I got Frank the Tank Ragnow. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, he's Pro Bowl center. Sure. Battle some injuries here and there, but he's a Pro Bowl center. Now, he, uh, he actually is number three for me. Oh, so. okay. Well, number then I'll keep going yeah. here. Number four for me, people are gonna hate it. Mm-hmm. Some of my own friends hate it. Oh, this is Jared Goff. Okay, all right. I sure. mean, starting quarterbacks mm-hmm. are not easy to come by, especially ones that sure. have good chemistry with the front office, mm-hmm. with the players on the team, and he's still sneaky, twenty-eight years old. No, he's he's gonna be twenty-nine when the season starts, but still, okay. That's so he's four quor- minutes, quarterback four years, minutes though. older than Hennon Hooker. <laughs> But in quarterback years, 28, 29 is really like 25, 26, you know, when you think yeah. about it, because so, these I guys mean, last I, longer. I don't know if they're going to pay him, and if they do, I don't know what he's worth, but that's a topic for a different show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he'll be a different uh, block. Well, I'm just saying that there's it's mm. a block there. Quarter, the, there are a lot of teams that have worse quarterbacks than Jared sure. Goff. 
Well, and uh, while well, I don't disagree with you. Uh, and again, we we have been Der- Jared Goff defenders here, whereas other teams or other fans and other people may have been a little more harsh on him. But looking at the Lions as they're going forward, and I know that these numbers are always subject to change. But one of the things I put for number five is their cap space. When you look at their cap sheet going forward, the next couple seasons. Now, admittedly, this year everybody's over the cap. We joked about that. It's like everybody but what Chicago. Yeah, and much. I just avoided the cap as a building block. <laughs> what you do with that money, just because you don't mm-hmm. know what it's going to go up to. I, I don't well, know. the reason why I'm okay with putting the Lions in a in the cap space thing is a good sign. Is looking at their 24 cap right now, they still have 45 million that's free, and other teams are pushing up against it already for next season. And then if you look at 25. 2025, which I realize there's a lot that can change between now and then, they have $190 million in cap space. And that's my point. They have, they have a very clean future. They haven't done the New Orleans Saints thing of, of putting their, their eggs all in some incredibly expensive basket that they keep having to wallpaper over. You know, Detroit is a very clean sheet going forward that they can do stuff with. What they do with it is a whole other question, but it is a building block at this point. Who is your four? My four is the sun god. Oh, okay. I'm Amon Ra. Oh, you know what's crazy is I didn't put him hmm. on here, and he should hmm. be on here. I didn't put Goff on, so there you go. That's just why you know we the got the sun two guy. Of us. Definitely would be, yeah. He's sun guy be should be, yeah. I mean, he is going to be up for an extension. I want to say after this Pay him. season. Yeah, yeah he, he he's in here. Somebody's got to get kicked out. <laughs> it, yeah, it just is what it is. But number three, mm-hmm. I, my, the only thing I cared about was my top three. Right. I feel like it's very much the top three is accurate. Okay. Three, I got Hutchinson. Hutch is two for me. Two for me, I got. Penne, Sewell. Penne is one for me. Aha. Uh-oh. There's no. What? you didn't, It's not a player. It's not a player. I was about to say, because there's no other player that you would put in front of those two. I, I almost put just front office. Mm. But mm-hmm. I just decided to do BH plus DC. <laughs> and Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell. Mm. I mean, first of all, funny thing. Love the fact that around the draft time, everybody's probably seen it by now, mm-hmm. but love that Brad Holmes wore the T-shirt of Dan right. Campbell. Yeah. Then I love that after OTAs, Dan Campbell wore a, a t Well, Brad Holmes was a hoodie. Right. But Dan Campbell was a T-shirt, and on his T-shirt, he had a picture of Brad Holmes wearing a hoodie that had a picture of Dan <laughs> yeah. on there. So the banter between these two and the yeah. way they, they build the culture is just mm. epic. And now all of a sudden I feel like I need a t-shirt of Dan Campbell wearing with a picture of Brad Holmes wearing a picture of Dan. I can't even say it. I can't yeah. track it you all down. T- you want a t-shirt of Dan Campbell wearing a t-shirt of Brad Holmes wearing a hoodie of Dan Campbell. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. That's it's going to be amazing. I want that. I think we can make it happen. We'll have to look into that. But uh, yeah, and, and hey, look, as again, as lifelong Lions fans, we've been, we've seen dysfunctional front offices. We've seen mm. them try to take, you know, commentators and make them GMs. And I don't know why everybody keep trying to do that after Matt Millen didn't work out. But we've seen a lot of different iterations. We've seen brief glimpses of hope wherever. But this feels like building blocks, solid foundation. Yeah, Detroit talk about the, the right direction. So how, how are they not one when they're the ones that assembled all the blocks we just discussed? Right. So Fair. Yeah, again. And they're good blocks. Sure, and I'll give you that. I didn't think about putting the two of them together as a block. So uh, full props to you. And full I forgot props. about Sun God, and he goes in there. There you go. I'd well. probably put Sun God at four right where you had him, mm-hmm. and then 
I don't know, just slide Goff and Frank Ragnow down one and leave out and the leave rookie out class the just because. Because they haven't done anything yet. Yeah, yeah you don't know what's going <laughs> I'm good happen. with that. I'd boot the rookies out and put uh, put these guys up in there yeah. too. But, yeah, so I think we're on the right track there with Detroit. All right, let's go from our favorite team to that other team. Oh, okay. How much of a struggle was it for you to find six building blocks for the Packers? And like, and by struggle, I mean it a actually, challenge, but like a happy challenge. It actually it was happy and enjoyable, but it Were was actually quite hard. Uh, at six, I put Quay Walker. Because the mm. capital they spent into him, he didn't play okay. bad. He didn't play great. He played solid. But, sure. I mean, he's a first-round pick mm. from last year. So, right. I mean, he, he is a building block. Okay. So, that's all there is to it, right? Well, here's what I can tell you. I cheated the crap out of things on this team because I was trying to find ways to make it sound better for people who are Packers fans. I don't know why they're listening to this podcast with Louis Bash all the time. Maybe just because they want to be contrarian and yell at us. But uh, six for me, they're tight ends. I realize they're rookies. I realize they're new. But they needed that. And they have, and they have two players. I mean, not just Musgrave. When you talk about Musgrave and Tucker Craft are both That's what two I said, guys. Musgraves oh, and Craft. Sorry, I just said Musgrave's not Craft. I'm like, hey, he's oh. not. But, yeah, between the two, they have two pass-catching tight ends now. Let's see what they can do with them. Yeah. Five for me, I put Jari Alexander. Sure. Very solid DB. Yep. Agreed. Um, I actually put uh, – uh, I don't think I actually put him on here, but I, can, I do agree with you. Uh, my fifth Very one good. for me – was uh, is is the right side of their offensive line because when you look Cheater. at that, you are, dude, you got the crown for cheating. Oh my goodness, I I cheated. I told you I cheated the crap out of things for this team because Zach Tom and John Runyon, uh, Josh Myers, those guys are all within the last three years being drafted. And so they good. have young guys, Especially different levels of good, but yeah. Yeah, and so that's that's my uh, that's my five there. As I continue, I'm, I'm, I told you I'm cheating. This in, there's there's one of these that's a, that's a single block. Go ahead. Four, I got Rashawn Gary. Mm. Yeah, well, I went four. I went with the young wide receiver crew. So between Watson, Reed, and Dobbs. Cheater. Oh, I told you, dude. I am literally just like the teachers up on the board, See? and I'm just looking over here. And copying notes, staring her straight in the well, face, num- saying, number, I'm taking him. Number three for me is Christian Watson. I did specify ah, one. Okay, well, there you go. See, I guess I'm sitting here thinking if Watson gets hurt again, hopefully one of these guys can step up for them. And by hopefully, I mean please don't. Yeah, but that, a hope's not a building block. A building yeah. block's you got something. Because I will tell you this much. I, I do want the Packers to play well enough this year that they either have no shot at Mayor Williams or for them to get them, they'd have to give up so much stuff that it hamstrings them for years. I'm with One you. or the other. With you. That being said, I Especially think— Especially considering it just keeps showing the first couple Super Bowls and nah, they're Packers. the Packers on well, my TV right now. Those are the right Packers now. I was okay with. I was never okay with any Packers. I was okay with the Vince Lombardi Packers. Nope. I, only because I wasn't—I I guess I, I, I disassociate— A couple players more. in their history that yeah. I've liked. I disassociate Don Hudson, Ray Nitschke. Mm-hmm. Reggie. Right. Yeah. Okay. Those cats. I see. I disassociate history a bit because I can still appreciate the Cowboys before Jerry bought them. I, I don't mind the Cowboys. Like yeah. I said, the well, Cowboys, you, yeah. I don't mind them. But I can also appreciate the Steelers back in the day a little bit more than for whatever reason. I don't know when the switch flipped for me with the Steelers. but And I've always kind of liked them yeah. a little bit. I don't know. There you go. All right. Let's get back on track here. Right. Number two, so, number two for hang me. Hang on. I started my third. Oh. My third is. You've already named 14. Yeah, I know. But this is my one single one. Okay. It's the pick they're getting from the Jets. One way or the other. It's either going to be a second or a oh, first that they can add to the list and give them some help. My, my number two, mm-hmm. Lucas Van Ness. Okay. Well, my number two are their running backs. I feel just it kidding. feels mean putting Lucas Van Ness there just because right. you've already got like a Rashawn Gary and a mm-hmm. Jerry Alexander who've played well and right. then two younger players I listed that have played solid. But mm-hmm. I just I think he's going to be great. Right. I hope he's not. 
Well, I actually said uh, number two has got to be you know their running backs. Just kidding. Both those guys might be off the team after this year because of the way their cap's looking. But I did actually say Van Ness, and I'm throwing Carl Brooks in there because I still believe Carl Brooks is going to be good, even if I don't want him to be good with the Packers. So okay. ba- more or less, their backup defensive linemen are building so, block for them. So here, here's the thing. My number one, is because I don't have a ton of confidence in any of the five that I just listed, and yeah, mm-hmm. I only did five, unlike right. your 15. Boy. But uh, the fact that I don't have a ton of confidence in any of them, and I just feel like they don't have a quarterback, period, mm-hmm. draft picks, number one. Okay. That's the best thing they can do. Well, number one for me is Jordan Love. Start over. No, it's not. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> Number one is their linebackers. So I'm again. Cheater. My <laughs> gosh. I cheated so bad. So you said their whole team's a building block. No, I said their whole team The whole team could be a you, building block. The None whole team no. you said is a building not block. Not true. Running backs, linebackers, wide receivers. No, no, I didn't say that. Running backs was a joke. I know, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> like, uh, based off of your analysis here, I think that they're going to win the division and go to the playoffs. <laughs> no, because, again, Rashawn Gary, Quay Walker is what my, my point being there. Like, the two of them together constitutes one Campbell? building block. Might as well throw them in. Yeah. How old is Campbell? He's not that old. He's 29. He's a little too old for what we're doing here. My point being... So he's the only non-building block for look, the Packers for you? what I'm saying is I had to really... <laughs> the, you you know did why that I, like half your team You know so why far. I did No, no, no. Here's the difference. You're looking at this differently than I am. You're looking at this You're thinking, nice. I'm not. Eh, no, no, no. You're looking at this saying, I think all of these guys are building blocks. I'm looking at this saying... Hopefully, one of them from this position group is. So I'm trying to pick guys that are actually building blocks. The only ones that's that I'm point. hoping for are the ones I know. That's why number one is draft picks. <laughs> I had to pick two through six. Ooh, I could put one running back in there. Lou Nichols, fire up chips. Let's go. Okay. I'm hoping he gets a chance. Okay. He's fourth it's, string right it's now. Get awfully so. thick in here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dude, to the Vikings. Look, and you can end this on say, the Bears. All I'm gonna say is whether you can list their whole team. Can too. we agree? That the Packers do not have a lot of building blocks. Yes, okay. but according to your take, they have a ton. Yeah, I'm I'm the epitome of throwing stuff against the wall and hoping something sticks. And by hoping something sticks, I mean enough to stick that they're you fifth or sixth. Missed the mark with the episode. Not true. Missed the Packers the mixed the mark with building their My team, which goodness. I'm happy about. All right, I'm going to go to the Vikings. So finally, it's a non-shared one, and I don't got to deal with this. <laughs> hey, you know what? Guess what, Dan? Mm. For Are you the sake of a team not right having actually six quality building blocks, you're, you're number right six is Jordan Addison. You're going to cheat right away. And he, He's not even going to be well, good. No, you're just lying. You're not cheating. You're just lying. At least he's set up to play alongside a superstar. Look, you want to talk about him. a good spot to be for yeah, a, a rookie spot. wide receiver. So number six, I got Jordan Addison. Mm-hmm. Number five, I got Daniel Hunter. Yeah, because he's still younger than what you think. He is, because he feels like he's been around for a decade. Yep, sure does. But I think he's like 27, 28. Well, he's 27, 28, but is in his. Uh, he's starting his ninth season now. It's crazy, so, isn't it? Yeah, he's on that. He's on the tail end of building block. Yeah, but, but they love him. I, that's how tough it was to find a building block mm. for the Vikings. Number four, mm-hmm. number four is the guy who came from Detroit. Mm-hmm. TJ. I figured to be on. I yours. got Hawk. Mm-hmm. I got the Hawkness monster in here. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Number three. I got Christian Derisaw. Mm-hmm. High draft capital, played okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing spectacular. So I guess all I'm getting at is really they only have two core building blocks. Mm-hmm. And guess what number two is? Draft picks, because the rest <laughs> aren't good. So you know what their building block is? Uh-oh. Justin, Justin Jefferson. Okay, sure. That is their building block. Yeah. 
that's what they have, in my opinion. <laughs> if you again, take Justin Jefferson off that team, I'm sorry. Oof. With as bad as that defense is, they're not scoring mm-hmm. points, and they might only win two or three games. Well, and again, Seriously. let's not forget that Dalvin Cook's probably not going to be on that team if they can find someone to take him. Correct. And then Kirk Cousins is only under contract through the end of this season. Correct. So, yeah, this is a team that – Draft I mean, picks, number two. <laughs> What if hey? But hey, the odds of hey. them finding someone a draft pick that's what better about, than Jefferson, not good. What about their two linebackers? Their two rookie uh, undrafted linebackers and like Ivan Pace, Pace. And Andre Carter. Can't put them in there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Pace. Not so much with Carter. <laughs> we'll All right, see. go ahead. Let's end this thing. With oh the my Dubbers. goodness. No, are you feeling better about Detroit's chances to win the division after we do this why do you, episode? Why do you think I said that they might end up with the exact same record they had last yeah, year, which and, didn't get them in the playoffs, right. but now they win a division? And host record. a playoff game. And host a playoff game. For the game first time the since 94. Yeah. Let's... Yeah, it's basically going to be 30 years between hosting playoff games. huh? All right, so looking at the Bears, I, I went with the future cap space for number six because they've, they're looking at 30-plus million and then almost 80 million the next two seasons. So Chicago is in good position to add to it if they need to. And this is where I look. You know what? For your sake, bud, I'm not going to cheat as much as I would have because I think you might absolutely blow your top if we did that. So I was going to say the young defensive backs that they have on the team because they grabbed Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker, and Tyreek Stevenson. But I will go ahead and say I think Brisker is probably the best of that bunch. So we'll say him as a building block for that team on their uh, on the secondary. And then... Uh, number four for them is they just spent a ton of money on what they hope better be a building blocks between TJ Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds. So Tremaine Edmonds is their building block as you make me pick one because they just spent a ton of money Look on this guy. Look at you getting it. Yeah. But he's also Tremaine Edmonds. Like you feel like he's been around for many. He's only 25. Yeah. So again, he's another guy that has been in the spotlight long enough. And uh, I still think they've been better off with Roquan, but Tremaine Edmonds is, is solid. hundred percent facts. He is solid. Uh, and now if you want to look at, you know what? I'm going to let you choose which of their tackles you think is more of a building block, Darnell Wright or Braxton Jones. Right. Sure. So we'll use him as another building block. Even though he's on the right side, he is expected to basically just stand there for the next decade and do his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, again, he's a, he's a big boy. Plus, so. plus with the, the type of play they're going to get from their quarterback, mm-hmm. who's all over the place, mobility. Right. The right, right tackle is just yeah. as important as the left. Exactly. So, and he's um, just better. And I've, here's, what, here's where I'm at. This is why the Bears are in – the situation that they're in, I looked at the rest of their team and said, okay, so their second building block for me is a guy that hasn't even played a snap for them yet. That's DJ Moore. Because he came across you in really that trade. really play him up there? He's, he, again, I don't think mm-hmm. he's their second best player, but I think with what that team needed, they That's needed fair. a I mean, go-to wide, no receiver. wide receiver. So he's Claypool not, did not work out right, so Right, well. he is not their second best player, but he is their best option at an important position as they continue to try to figure out what in the world they're going to do with Justin Fields, who is number one. So Justin Fields is their building block because, just like I've said a couple other teams in this episode, he'd better be. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise they're going to be right back to the drawing board and they're going to be looking for another new system and setup. So uh, that's where the Bears are at, trying to figure out what they're going to do going forward. But again, after looking at these four teams, Detroit should win this division, which is not something we've been able to say for a while. Outside of injury, they will. Right, and that's always the fun part of figuring that stuff out. Outside of injury, but again, it'll be interesting to see, too, how this team copes with actually having expectations because 
one of the fun things about Dan Campbell, how he's come in, Dude. they've never been in a position where anyone's expected them to do anything more than compete, be tough, and grind or whatever. Now they're actually going to come in with people thinking this team should win this game. So that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. You know what, Dan? What do you got? Just to end this show with the ridiculousness outside oh, okay. of your cheating ridi- ridiculousness. Oh, that was, I, look, I was efficient. I found a picture on the internet. Did you find a picture? Dan Campbell <laughs> wearing the shirt of nice. Brad Holmes. Uh-huh. Wearing the shirt of Dan Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So now, so now we is need there to a way that? to put that on a shirt? Oh, yeah. 100%. We can make that happen. I mean, admittedly, we want to try to get the highest you know, quality version as, as we can. But I'll leave that look, up to you. That's all your I'm thing. Say I just is, come up with the idea. I'm the idea guy. Look, for those of you You that, just cheat my ideas? <laughs> Apparently, those this new you, season, Dan's going to take it to a whole new level. <laughs> I'm just saying, I need, to, I need to help you understand what the cheating is like. But what we are going to start doing, too, for those of you who have been paying attention to this or if you've just come across this episode, whatever, you can label this time right around this summertime of uh, our second year doing this show where we're actually going to start doing some of this social media junk that everyone's talking about. So we are going to be getting... You. I, I will be. You're going to give me stuff that we're going to post, but we're going to do Instagram. We're going to do some of that stuff, and mainly so we can get a picture of you wearing a Dan Campbell, wearing a Brad Holmes. It's going to be great. So, all right. Well, the Lions are... are I guess our oh, let's do this real quick. Based off the building blocks, what team has the best future looking forward between these divisions? We can say the Lions for the NFC North, AFC North. Who do you think is best positioned going forward with their building blocks? Uh, I think it's still one hundred percent has to be the Bengals, just yeah. because the top two are so Burrow and Chase. Mm-hmm. The chemistry the two have from right. college and the fact that they're both just truly elite. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. I don't, I, I don't know how you. Yeah. I don't know how it's not that. I'd love to try to be like. There may oh. be a team that has more depth right. as far as the blocks, but as far as the top end eliteness, like mm-hmm. you can't touch that. I'd love to say it's Baltimore, but it's not. It's it's Cincinnati. So yeah. Cincinnati and Detroit, two teams that have had the cats. Tell you what though, but the also two teams that have had a lot of heartbreak yeah, and misery time. in their it's franchises. Detroit, that. Cincinnati Super Bowl. Let's make it happen. I'm down with that. Right? I figured you would be. If they go to the Super Bowl, we got to get there. Yes. We're going to have to find someone to pay for it, though. Where's the Super Bowl this year? I don't remember. Vegas. Oh, is it Vegas? No, it's not Vegas. Vegas is next year. We're going to figure that out for the next episode. We'll catch you next time on Draft Draft.